This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Book Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you're listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a weekly audio show looking into the chaotic, wonderful, exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name's Benjamin Bloom. I'll be here each and every Monday with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes informative but always tumultuous and depressing hour of football conversation. So make your Monday a Blue Monday. Hello, Dave. Hello, Ben. Well, have you, have you, sorry, button in already. That's, that, that's got to be the, uh, the quickest ever. Have you been moonlighting again, did you say earlier? Yeah, I've actually, this is good news. I've just done the EFL Roundtable podcast and there was a Preston fan on there. So I know ah. everything about the um, upcoming uh, Preston you, game. You're going to pass, pass that tactical nous on to Mick. <laughs> um, well, we all know that every Monday at midnight, Mick is he's literally sitting on his bed. He, he, he tells the, he tells the wife, um, "Look, you just go to bed. Blue Monday podcast is going to drop soon." He's literally yeah. hitting refresh from like eleven yeah. fifty-eight. I haven't got the heart to tell him that um, I I put the thing in and I type midnight, so it goes exactly at midnight. But no, I won't be passing the tactical now. on. Dave. <laughs> Um, we're going to do it a bit differently today. We normally do the news first, but let's be honest, and we're not we're not hyperboleing this. It's been an extraordinary week. Um, so we're going to do the news and everything in the order that it happened, rather than right. okay. Yeah. So and we'll try and be um, concise. We'll try Objective. and be balanced. It's been an interesting week, though, Dave. Um, Michael... Did you say, I think you used the word tumultuous, and I agree with that. It has been tumultuous week, hasn't it? Michael Gooding um, says, um, right, we're not going to swear this week, either. I'm going to be good. Um, it's <laughs> effing S. This week has been like the days of having to go to school on the Monday after the 9-0 at Old Trafford. That's just a little, a little sense of where we're going. So, Dave, on Monday, um, mm-hmm. we'll do this before we talk about the... TV stuff on Tuesday night. Um, Ipswich made a signing. Jordan Spence. Who is he and why is he here? Well, who is he? Is He's uh, a right back. Um, 
originally uh, started out at West Ham, played played for West Ham. I know I spoke to a West Ham quite good friend of mine. He's a West Ham fan the next day, and they quite rated him. But again, a bit like Sears when he was at West Ham, never quite kicked on, but certainly showed a lot of promise. Um, I mean, he was with he was with West Ham for like seven seven years. I mean, a long time, all right, from a from a sort of junior player. Um, had loan spells with. Um, uh, certainly Bristol City had a loan spell with Bristol City and MK Dons but joined MK Dons in uh, 2014 played 71 matches over two seasons but released at the end of last season as they got relegated to League One I mean I'd think because he was virtually ever present he was just wanting to get off the, the wage bill I guess you know um, however however Mr Spence <laughs> much more interesting to us is that um, he's married to an actress is he? Uh, her, he is indeed. Her name is Naomi Scott. Okay? Naomi Scott. I'm going to Google. Naomi her. Scott. Google, Google. But let me steal your Google thunder. Um, she is scheduled to play. It's in post-production at the moment. Kimberly Hart in the next Power Ranger movie, who is better known as the Pink Power Ranger. Wow. Holy uh, shit. I wasn't supposed does, to swear, was I? No, you weren't. Does that trump? Now, I think that trumps Natalie Sawyer even, doesn't it? Yeah. Got to. She's the Pink Power Ranger. She in the net is I think it's in post production or something. She is the Pink Power Ranger. Yeah, good lad. Outst- Magic Power Ranger. Outrageous. Outstanding stuff. Um, <laughs> so there's Jordan Spence. He's arrived. We'll say no more because we're trying to do this no. in order, and we've obviously yeah. seen him play now. So Dave, we're going to go to Sinsil Bank, <laughs> and we're going to go <laughs> BBC TV. Probably Christ, man. Couple of three million viewers. Do you reckon? I guess so. I yeah, think maybe a few it, less on a Tuesday. I think, I think it knocked off. Um, so, well, come on, the butcher. I think it was Silent Witness off the uh, off the schedule. There's probably a, a gag in there somewhere, but we won't pursue that one. We won't. Um, now, no. being this was broadcast on national TV, we're not going to go ultra nuts and bolts in it because we figure most of you have seen this. So, Dave, let me do the lineup. Bear in mind. Let's just preface everything we're about to say that on the podcast last week, we were happy. We beat Blackburn. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were young players. There was pace. Uh, Tom Lawrence was brilliant, etc., etc. So let's go into this. So Gherkin in goal, well, you told me that was going to happen because that's what he does. In yeah, the he's cut matches, yeah. Uh, Digby comes in. We're not going to reveal the reason for that until after this mm-hmm. segment because we're doing the news in order. Uh, yeah. So he's going to play right of the three centre-halves. Chambers in the middle again. Berra on the left. Um, yeah, he keeps he keeps the three five two. Yeah, Emmanuel right wing back. Jonas Knudsen left wing back. Ward and everybody wait for it. <laughs> Do you want to say it? Scuggless. Scuggless. Um, and Best and Lawrence up front. <laughs> right. So Dave, um, more or less changes than you expected. More. <laughs> yeah, just more. I mean, Christ, you know. Um, a bit surprised. I mean, Brew, okay, he didn't really set the game on a light, perhaps, last Saturday. I know, you know, I could sort of understand him, you know, away, got a dig in, um, away, Link, away, you know, Lincoln Cup replay, you know, hyped up crowd. I could understand him leaving, leaving Dezel out, but no, 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 um, not not Douglas. I mean, it, as soon as you saw that, as soon as you saw that, you just know it's going to be it's going to be a struggle, and um, well, so it so it turned out. Um, let's do yeah, some. And, uh, let's do some. Worst, 
Well, go on, yeah, nuts and bolts, go on, get Let's go. do a few, Dave. Um, there's going to be plenty of post-mortem opportunities. Same 11, I mean, what I would say, Lincoln played the same 11 that started the first game at Portman Road. Yeah, and I was incorrect. <clears throat> they had played in between, but it was an FA Trophy game. Yeah, they, and they, they won that 3-1 and made like half a dozen changes, I think. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah. Right, so into the first half, uh, Lawrence picks up the ball in prime Lawrence position. He's he's running at the defence. He's got that awesome pace. Shifts it onto his right foot. But yeah, just not a clean strike, was it? Well, it, it not, wasn't. It wasn't not, a clean strike in the first leg, was it? Did not quite far enough in the corner, I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, long throw lobbed in from the left. Um, Reed, the big old lump, wins it. Robinson manoeuvres well. He gets around. I think Chambers and then. Digby, uh, really good. Um, Great challenge. Yeah, really good kind of reaction to jump across mm-hmm. there. He moved as quickly as the pink Power Ranger. This is going to get boring, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Robinson no, gr- crosses sorry. in from the right. Uh, Woodyard with a, a, a walk-esque run I've got here into the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't get the header on target. Uh, Hawkridge this time with the cross, and Reed is occupying multiple defenders but can't quite steer it in. I think Emmanuel just gets a like, shoulder I mean, over the back. What I would say about that, Reed, I mean, he gave Bearer a tough time in the first leg. And he, what I got, aside from um, his considerable bulk and, and everything else, um, what a great touch he had, though. You've got to say. Go on, say, say, say good touch for a big man. Go on. No, good touch for a big man. There it is. Um, another long throw tossed in. Big muddle. Falls to, falls to Waterfall. He prods it goalwards. And I don't know, I think Jermaine Genus was getting a bit excited. I mean, Gherkin kind of flings his hand up, you know, decent point, point enough blank save. Rea- point, point blank reaction save, yeah. Yeah, not yeah. not the most uh, beautiful save. Mm, not seen. world class, I think, and Janice might describe it, no. <laughs> um, but, but, I mean, it was the first half, it was poor, wasn't it? So, I think they were just trying to grasp, grasp onto anything by that stage. Uh, second half, so Ward to Emmanuel, lovely turn and shot here. Uh, Douglas, um, furthest forward, didn't quite get the rebound. Yeah, good hit. Uh, good hit, yeah. Uh, mm. Hawkridge on the half volley from outside of the box. It looks like it's going wide, but Gherkin covers it well nonetheless. And Dave, I'm going to set you up here for the jaw-dropping, shameful moment that we all kind of expected. So we're going into stoppage time. Lawrence with the free kick on the left. Um, Emmanuel is stood on the halfway line. Skews and Dazelle backing up the play 25 yards out. Everybody else is in the penalty box. And just another one for you. Nathan Arnold is on the left-hand corner of the penalty box. So there are four Ipswich players in between Nathan Arnold and the goal. Dave, what happens next? Um, Well, it starts off as a foul. Um, And Lawrence, I've got to say, had some... As you would expect, I suppose they got much tighter on him, didn't they? Pretty much all evening. Now, yeah, he had some pretty rough treatment, but that was to be expected, I think. And probably Cowley acknowledged that as much, you know, certainly after the first leg. And, and then he's, you know, he, he he constantly referred to obviously Lawrence as being a danger man, quite rightly. Um, so he gets a free kick uh, on the left hand side, about I don't know, thirty-five yards out, something like that. Um, which is a poor free kick, isn't it? However, what happens next? Um, <laughs> Poor free kick, ball ball's headed out, breaks to Marriott, who the substitute who did I thought did really well. Who ran with the ball, ran at um at Emmanuel. Um great gotta say great well pretty good tracking back. Actually, Lawrence, I've got to say, tracked Arnold's run pretty much. 
but um, clever play from Marriott turned away from um, turned away from Emmanuel and slipped a great ball. I mean, yeah, Lawrence not a natural defender, just got, got caught wrong side. Um, Arnold one on one with Gergen still had that old cliche. Okay, one on one, but still had it all to do. But pretty easy, really. Just knocked it to one side and walked it in. Game over. Um, I suppose what can he say? Saved us the pain of extra time and perhaps losing on penalties, really. But yeah, that was that was it, really. Yeah, I, I I think you've nailed it. Lawrence did track back um, did. well. When they turn it back, it's just the it's a good ball and the the, the, the combination of the timing of the pass and the timing of the run they just Perfect. Kill, killed. That's Lawrence. a hell of a play. great play from Marriott. Brilliant play from the substitute. And really, really Arnold, clever play. Arnold does show Gherkin his right foot to put it uh, around him to his left and then just I mean, scoops it round. And the um, one the one the one comment I would make. Um, if that was nil-nil, and we had a free... I know it's a totally different scenario. We had a free kick nil-nil with, um, in the 90th minute of a league game. I think you'd seen... Probably, I don't quite think we'd have been, been quite so... Um, uh, yeah. Um, I don't think we'd have quite so many men in the box, let's say. Yeah, and I think Lawrence needs to learn that if it's that situation, that um, a more floating free kick that has less chance yeah, mate, of hitting mate, the first you know, man. Yeah. But we can't, we can't diss him for that. I mean, you know, on the night he was, um, I thought he was just about the pick of our bad. Well, I thought, actually, I thought our best player shooting fan was Josh Emmanuel actually on the night, but we'll get to that in a minute. But um, yeah, Lawrence was the only one that really showed anything on the night um, for me. Dave, obviously Twitter went pretty insane, so we can't sure. read all of them. I'm going to read no. one. I'm going to read one from Facebook because um, it's a little bit longer, and then I've got some questions for you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. So this is James Monk on Facebook. Hey guys, I thought I'd write on here as 140 characters isn't enough. Thought <laughs> after the terrestrial humiliation that was Tuesday night, I'd leave it a bit to calm down, but my feelings haven't changed. I don't mind losing. I do, but um, if we haven't. If we have given our all, looked like we were interested in play good football. On Tuesday night, by the look on Berra's face, the ball was a ticking time bomb. When it came near him, he looked scared and hoofed away. First sub, he took off Ward, who, when he got the ball, actually looked like he wanted to pass to the feet of an Ipswich player, and not Douglas, who was on a yellow card and the game had passed him by. When you have a player of Lawrence's ability who likes the ball to feet so he can run at defenders and score quality goals, why not pass it to his feet instead of lumping up into the area? After seeing best performance, is Ben Morris that bad that he's below him? Transfer window may as well shut now, as who will want to sign for us after that? Lincoln had a big lump at the back, a big lump up front, and a tricky winger, and we couldn't deal with it. That's basic Sunday league lineups there. We had no clue, no idea, no passion, no tactics, no fight, ran over as you were. So that's the general kind of feel of it. Dave, I've got, some, I've got five questions for you, okay? Um, yeah. Did Lincoln deserve to win? Most definitely, yeah. Um, what impact did uh, McCarthy's five changes have? Was it five? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you know what, Ben? I, I, well, no, I mean, best up front was woeful. But in his defence, did he get any real service? Probably not. But my goodness me, he, he was he was woeful. And um, spoiler alert, not surprising, he was left out of the 18 yesterday. He really did struggle. Uh, going back to what James said on Facebook, Ben, what concerned me mostly was I just lack of fight. We just didn't. I lack of fight. I lack of passion. We knew what was coming. We knew what was coming. And McCarthy knew what was coming in that game. Like he left the sellouts. He knew it was going to be a scrap. But we didn't scrap. We just didn't. 
I mean, Jemis had it right. Jemis had it right on TV when he said, well, I'm not really sure how Ipswich are playing. OK, it looks like 3-5-2, you know, two wing-backs, he said. but And he's quite right. But, you know, an hour in, he said, and I had to agree with him, I'm not really sure what what tactics they've adopted here. I'm not really sure how they're playing because we just got the ball and we honestly just did lump it. And first half, first half an hour, I'd say, Christoph Berra did look like a Sunday morning player. I've never seen anything like it. Um, um, did, question th- it was, question three, Dave, did anyone come out with any credit? I thought, funny enough, I thought Emmanuel did. I thought Emmanuel looked all right. Not just because he had our only shot on target. I thought he. I thought generally he did okay. Um, I guess you've got to say Gherkin on the night. All right, a couple of dodgy, um, yeah, a couple of really poor goal kicks. But that aside, um, he had no chance with a goal one on one. I guess he came out with a bit of credit. Lawrence again. Um, I, I know um, Mick said that Digby did quite well, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that, but. I think they were pretty much all on a par, Ben. It was just a lack of... What shot me up in the night was just a lack of... You know, I know... Technically, you're not telling me that technically, no matter what side you put out there, technically, man for man, we're, we're not better footballers than them. We are. We are. But you still have to... You know, again, that old cliche. You have, you have to fight to earn the right to play. And we just didn't. We just... Not only were they better, they passed the ball better, but they competed better. And that, for me, is the biggest concern on the night for me. Okay, um, obviously the people at the BBC have picked the tie on the basis that the story that happened <laughs> was going to happen. Um, does the fact that this was on national TV and, you know, the real embarrassment, does that alter the situation in any way? No, I don't think so, really. Um, <laughs> Not really. Um, no. Um, does, no. Does an Ipswich legend like Terry Butcher burying the team... Um, in the immediate aftermath of the game, does does that does that help, or has he every right to do that? Oh, he's right. I mean, it's Terry Butcher. He's a he's a you know Ipswich through and through. All right, he didn't finish his career with Ipswich, but as we know, Ipswich through and through, and he's a on the pitch. I mean, that would that was what would concern him more. I think disgrace, not perhaps you know um, the football we played, but the lack of fight and passion. And I think that's what got his goat on the night. And I think, yeah, it was obviously emotional. The game had just finished and out he comes with it. But I think it needed, it really needed to be set. Um, so some interesting stuff from Mick, Dave. I've got some some quotes from the um, press yeah, conference stuff, I thought. Yeah. the next day. Um, he says, I'll decide what I want to do. I've got everybody telling me I should be sacked or going. I'll be the master of my own destiny. <laughs> um, is, he, is he basically been told by... Evans, this is the way I'm reading this, that they're going to talk at the end of the season. And would it actually help the atmosphere now if Evans just, it needs to be one line press statement, Mick McCarthy will not be sacked um, and we're going to have talks in uh, May. Would that just help the situation? I think it probably would. I think it probably would. He's not, you know, uh, yes, in some ways, yes. All right, that piss a hell of a lot of fans off. But I honestly think you're right. And I, I honestly think that, and I might be totally wrong, and we might be having a totally different conversation this time next week, but I think if fans think that perhaps, I don't know, a protest or, or whatever sort of protest, stay away protest, is going to make any difference to um, to, to Mick's position, I think yeah, that's, it's just not going to, it's not going to pan out like that. But he's not, not he's not helping by saying nothing because if he if he doesn't think he's good enough, he needs to fire him 
And if he does, if he does want to well, keep him until the end, of, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Come if he, if he on, wants to sorry. keep him until the end of the season, just come out and say it. And there's no, there's no Mick out well, anymore. Do you know what I mean? Say, he's it's saying done. something. He's saying something for Ian Mill, isn't he? I mean, mean? He's, he came. What did you hear? What he said? I mean, he came out with some odd stuff after the day after the game. In these difficult times, we ask fans to stay with Mick and the boys as we make improvements to the squad. Question mark and get our injured players fit. Our aim is to return to winning, entertaining football. And they're clutching at straws as we started to do v Blackburn, who, quite frankly, Ben, were awful. Were awful. All right, we, we sat here this time last week and said, yeah, but it's improvement. And yes, it was slightly better football. And it was, but in all truth, Blackburn were dreadful. Um, there was some. I, I hold on to these there quotes. There was, um, yeah. He says, um, uh, sorry, you'll have to forgive the stupid nicknames. Uh Dozer is in now and playing. We've got Josh, Miles, Bish and Kundai. I think if we get those young lads in the team, I think that would constitute a success if they all yeah. stay if they all stay in the team. I mean, when he says I wish he'd say more stuff well, like that. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> oh, here's the thing, Ben. Josh Emmanuel, okay? Left out yesterday for a lone player. On the basis of this is what I don't get. He said it about Brew before. He's 19, 19. Look at him. He's built like an Olympic flipping athlete, Olympic 100-meter runner. Yeah, he's knackered. Can't play, can't start yesterday. What's all that about? I, I just don't get... And I, honestly, I thought he's one of our better better players at, um, at Lincoln. Would, would you not agree with that? Um, I'll have to bow to your superior knowledge as I was playing the piano. Oh, okay. All right, all right. All right. Oh, I'm sure... You can be no, the authority on that. Seriously, seriously, he was. Seriously, he was. Albeit... Okay, spoiler alert, yesterday Spence came in and by and large I think his knowledge has been our best player yesterday. But, um, you know, it's it's tough for for Emmanuel, isn't it? Um, And that flies in the face of what he's saying there. And do you honestly think, here's another thing, do you honestly think that when when Kenlock's fit again, he's going to come straight back in the side? I'd be very surprised. Very, very surprised. Especially if we really need to scrap, which... Well, it looks like we might we might be. Yeah, sure. Um, so a tweet goes out the following day saying the club will be offering the 1,100 town fans who are at Tuesday's oh, yeah. FA Cup exit at Lincoln free coach travel to the last away game of the season at Nottingham Forest on Sunday, May 7th. And um, your mate Ian Mill, I won't call him Gordon, says... Uh, we need the continued backing from the supporters, especially in difficult times, and we appreciate the time and money they spend following the team. We hope that this gesture goes some way to showing that. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what, does it go some way? No, just what, what do you think about this kind of peculiar <laughs> gesture of not giving them their money back, but saying they can go to Forest on the last day of the season, which well, is guaranteed to be a dead rubber, meaningless game. Forest will be... Oh, okay. Look, Forest might have a relegation, you know, game. They might be playing for survival, but Ben, 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 stop. Do you think we might? Don't you think we might not need I, those points then? I don't. You, It'd be more interesting really? if we did. No, I, I think we'll be fine by then. Um, All right. I, well, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm really not so sure. All right, I am. I'm really getting to that point, and we'll get to the games coming up. And of course, people have been banging on about these next seven games coming up, but. Tell you what, I need a drastic improvement to pick points up from these next few games. But um, 
Yeah, an odd one, and, and that's again that's a bit of an odd gesture because what made a seventh um, all the season ticket renewals that have gone out and stuff like that. I don't know. You, you're, you're right. I mean, general apathy might have set in by then. That might well backfire on them if we do need the points. Yeah. <laughs> um, it could be like two two and a half thousand. Whatever. Right, they went all go by coach, but yeah, that, that's an odd one. I mean, uh, well, I don't know. Don't um, know. I was like, didn't they do similar at was a few seasons ago? It was at Blackpool when we got really hammered, and they re- I think they actually refunded the coach. Well, no, 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 I know what it was. Blackpool, they gave the... Was that the same season we got stuffed by um, by Peterborough? And they paid for the coaches to Blackpool, that's right. And I think we got stuffed again, didn't we? Or lost two... No, I think... No, it weren't that season. I think we lost 2-0 or something. Um, They've done it before. That's happened before. Lumbering frontman Tony Cascarino came out in the Irish oh, Sun Jesus. the following yeah. day. And... Yeah. Um, this is the attitude of the of the media that Mick has got the media on his side. Some would say. Um, well, what I would say, sorry, Ben, don't forget, it's Ireland, and Mick's still held in huge esteem over there. He uh, really is. Uh, so Cascarino says Mick deserves better than that, and really, you can't help but feel that he should have walked away from this job a lot sooner because he's been batting against the wind since day one. When you consider how little Mick has spent. At Portman Road, those efforts are remarkable. So it's a pit rich of people to start having a go at him at the first sign of trouble. And it's no longer possible to compete in the championship unless you have the finances. Thoughts, Dave? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, basically, he said that um, he should have walked away from it. He hasn't done a bad job, but rather has had a bad job. Well, I don't know. You could point, it's point to the lack of finances and the investment, but... Again, you, you've you've said this before in recent in recent podcasts about um, it's, that's not necessarily the issue. The issue is the style of football he's playing with the players he's got. Well, and the one thing he says that's complete nonsense is at the first sign of trouble. I think yeah, we no no that's uh, yeah. been brewing. It's you know looking at the bigger picture, injury and and this and that in no way an excuse, but injuries in the last couple of seasons have played a part. Bishop missed last season. McGoldrick missed most of the last season and most of this. Um, uh, Johnny Willie, you know, you know, you get flair players. And um, Fraser last year only played 15 games. All right, I know he's not our player. Um, Johnny Williams again. Okay, perhaps that was on the cards anyway. So those, and again, and I've said this before, three or four of those, two or three of those players playing in the same side would alter the, the would alter the style of football. It would have to. Um, so he hasn't had much luck there, but. Yeah, I mean, Cascarino, I mean, a lot of would say, I travel, in the past, travel over to Ireland loads of times, and when they know you're Ipswich fan, oh, Mick McCarthy, yeah, he really is held in great esteem over there. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me when Cascarino comes out with something like that, really. Okay, and then in the midst of all of this shitstorm, Adam Webster ruptures his ankle ligaments and is out for the season. I mean, again, you said it this time last, last week, very exciting. Isn't it great, you know, the spare man, we've actually got a spare man at the back who can play football, who looks to bring the ball out, who, you know, looks to, you know, looks to play progressively, progressive passes, all right, sometimes his radar's off, but looks a proper footballer, he said this last week, and it's just typical, he's, yeah, rolls his ankle in training, bad one, yeah, he'd certainly be out for the, be out for the season, um, and I think probably two things about this, um, he's had a strange season, hasn't he, I mean, he started off Iffily, didn't he? Um, I think <laughs> Iffily. We all could, well, do you know what I mean? I think we all could see there was a footballer in there somewhere. Didn't he used to play for stuff. Barcelona? <laughs> he did, yeah. Apple like. <laughs> oh, you got it, Dave. Well done. <laughs> there you go, mate. But he um, he started off, um, yeah, 
shaky, let's say. Um, but grew into it, grew, in, grew into it, and we can all see what a great player he is. And then, but however, the last few weeks, and that maybe it's not so much him as much as down to Berry's poor form. His mistakes crept into his game again. But what perhaps that will do would be, you know, if he kept up the promising form that he was showing, perhaps around pre-Christmas time. Um, you know, people were talking about clubs looking at in the January window, let alone next summer. So that will probably ensure he stays with us. And um, you know, I think he's someone if Berra goes in the summer. Someone you can build your team around with um, with Smith coming back. Okay, so we knew that this ESPN thing was coming out. So the same day, this all happened like within the space of two days. It was, it was that. So the ESPN um, people and Ian McIntosh, who actually turned termed the oh, coined the term "thunder bastard," was involved in this. So we have I to, wasn't. yeah, we have to give it credence. Um, so check this out. This is called seventy two hours to kick off. If you just Google ESPN and Ipswich Town, um, I would recommend you you um you have a read of it. Um, there was a few interesting bits. So the article. Basically, they had a lot of access, not full access, but a lot of access to Ipswich in the three days leading up to the home game against Rotherham in October, starting with the training on Thursday. I'm just going to come to you, Dave, on a few bits that I just found interesting, uh, Mm -hmm. relevant. Um, Mm -hmm. Mick says that his approach is informal and that he puts the cones out and comes across as very macho and kind of old school and all about him being hands-on um is this some more kind of information about it being a little bit dated i think you're probably right yeah um, yeah i think i think you are mate. you may be right there uh, one from luke chambers says at the end of the day we have a lot of games where it's tuesday saturday tuesday saturday it makes it literally very difficult to do any sort of tactical or game preparation because you have to recover the games are so relentless please tell me you find that concerning i do find that concerning however that might be that might be an explanation <laughs> um the fitness coach I do, I... says once they get over 25, they've played football for a long time. They don't need fit- fitness coaches telling them what to do, so I let them get on with it. I mean, actually, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that is a that That's is an ridiculous, odd one. isn't it? Yeah, that is a bit of an odd one, that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I read that bit, and I didn't really understand that. Is this, is, was, is this it, though, Ben? Is this... This um, seventy-two hours still kickoff. Is it just like this blog documentary thing? Yeah, it's that's not going it. to be. A, yeah, that's it's it. Not, yeah. It's, it's not going to be tell you know shown online or anything like that. You know, it's not going to be. It wasn't filmed, is what I meant. Oh, it's I'd just love doc- to see that. Yeah, it's no, just, me too. Just but it's not. It's just a docu blog thing. Yeah, yeah. docu blog. Um, I love that, Dave. Um, Dave, the media are still under the impression that Mick McCarthy is an angry Yorkshireman. He's still cultivating that it's that yeah. image very well. Um, Ian Mill gets quoted, and he's just. Banging on about parachute parachute oh, every time. Yeah. Um, I did oh, no. a bit more research into this, um, and what I've found is he's he's being a bit disingenuous because he's quoting the total figure that the clubs are getting, not the fact that it's distributed over three years. And what he's remiss in mentioning is that um, from now going forward, if you get promoted back to the first time, you only get two years of parachute payments. And um, the other thing I looked at is that there's six clubs with parachute payments. Well, Ipswich have beaten QPR this year. They've drawn with Cardiff, Norwich and Villa and they've lost to Fulham and Newcastle. And, you know, if Milne's right, yeah. why, why are Ipswich above QPR and Cardiff then? 
it's a good point. You know. um, yeah. Lots of other sort of good stuff. Groundsman, security officer. Well, it was good. Um, I enjoyed reading it. It was, it was good readers. Yeah, it was a uh, pretty decent insight. But I think you're quite. Um, sorry, Dave. Bit of a technical slip. Um, you were saying um, decent insight, um, but maybe unveiling a few kind of things about maybe an old-fashioned manager working in a modern world. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I mean, you know, it's if you read the forum and stuff, is con- consistently uh, called dinosaur and stuff. Not so much, you know, just for, I think just for his general football tactics, tactics. Um, but no, it was, uh, it was, and um, yeah, quite revealing, I thought. But we we've talked about this before about um, Alex Ferguson always bringing in young coaches and different coaches and having having mm. different faces appear on the training ground, and even Big Sam, you know, about the fitness and you know watching every calorie and fitness plans mm. for every player, and you hear the you hear the um the uh, the gym guy saying, "Oh, players over twenty-five, well, we don't bother." And then you hear the captain saying, "Oh, well, there's not really time to do tactics." <laughs> Christ, yeah, that that is a concern. It's yeah. a concern. But uh, as I said, that would explain a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe we're reading a lot into it. Anyway, I think we are. I think we are. Shall we go to the Marcus Stewart Derby, Dave? Go on. Well, it's Huddersfield v Ipswich, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, of course. Huddersfield Ipswich. I've, I've, I've just totally carried away with everything this week. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, of course. Yeah. Any excuse? Um, any excuse? Any excuse to get him in. Um, <laughs> four changes from Lincoln. Um, um, yeah, I'll give. I'll, I'll give you your team, yeah. Dave. Um, so, and you're going to want to jump straight in, but I've got a couple of tweets. Um, Gherkin in goal, and Bartosz Białkowski mm. is ill. Here's some tweets. Paul Westlake says. Thoughts on Bartman being ill. Hope this isn't anything to do with interest for sale. Hashtag bad to worse. Dennis Sullivan. Am I the only one worried that Bart is down with illness with 10 days left in the transfer window? Uh, Paul Sparrow. um, You won't see Bart in an Ipswich shirt again. He's leaving this week. Um, I'd like to report that I saw Diego Costa, Scott Hogan, Dimitri Payet and um, Bart just driving round in a... (laughs) In a car, uh, windows down. Was it driven by a Chinese chauffeur? (laughs) (laughs) Music up loud. They all had joints on in the back, and you know the rum was the rum was flowing. They were loving life. Um, Yeah, Dave, what's what's going on here? Is is Bart ill? I I, I'd like to think generally is. I'd like to think that genuinely he is ill. Yeah. I can't sell Bart, can they? Well, that would be supposed someone comes in with a ridiculous bid, but I can't see it, Ben. No, I think I don't think there's anything in that. I think hopefully he's just um, had a dodgy kebab or something. <laughs> what, from the same <laughs> shot that Steve Bruce got photographed in the other <laughs> yeah, day? That was awesome, wasn't it? Lovely but stuff. Put his um, trackies on, yeah. So, as expected, Digby, you know, in for, in for Webster now. Um We've got a bit more transfer news. We'll do that after this on a possible centre-half position. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Um, so, Chambers, Christ. middle of the three. Berra, left of the three. Uh, Knudsen, left wing back. Kenlock's still injured. And Jordan Spence makes his debut at yeah, right wing back. As, as I think already covered in place of Emmanuel, who apparently at 19 and, um, yeah, with, say, probably got the lungs of a... Olympic athlete was knackered. Yeah, uh, cool. Skews, Brew, Dazelle. We, we, we're okay with that midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Lawrence and Sis. So looking at it compared to the uh, team that played against Blackburn, um, you've got Spence in for Emmanuel, mm-hmm. uh, Digby in for Webster, and Gherkin yeah. in for Bart. So just the... No, no, Digby played against Lincoln, didn't he? No, I said Blackburn. Sorry, Ben. Um... So just the three changes as opposed to the five against against Lincoln. So a bit, bit more of a tighter team, maybe that. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there. Supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Might have been the one to go with. Yeah, um, I mean, significantly, we had um, new signing Kiefer Moore on the bench and the highly rated 17-year-old Tristan Nydam. I know was, um, I think, one or two people I know from within the club sort of referred to him as a perhaps a potential Kieran Dyer type. Oh, yes, yeah. please. No, um, well, say say yeah, his full you. name, Dave. Kiefer Roberto Francisco Moore. Thank you. Sorry. Um, I, I went back and forth Roberto. with a with a Torquay fan um, on Twitter the other day. Said uh, um, he said he thought Moore was good, but was surprised at the step up he's making. But hey, yeah, I saw that you, you threw in a few faulty towers. Um, <laughs> nice, what, didn't you? Isn't that what you think of when you think of Torquay? <laughs> what else do you think of? Yeah, of course. Um, nice passing oh, down the down the left wing for Huddersfield, Dave. Worked across to Van Lepara, kind of cuts inside, um, doesn't test Gherkin from outside the box. Can can I make a complaint about racism? Yeah. The commentator on the Ipswich player, I don't mm. know who he was, any time mm. billing Van Lepara or Kachunga got the ball, just mm. said Kachunga. <laughs> that is appalling, isn't it? Uh, I don't think that's racist. But just in case of mistaken identity, that's not. Well, I, don't, I think you're pushing it a bit. This is a bit racist, Ben. But Dave, you lazy. Got... I'd say it was lazy more than anything. Oh ben. dear. Oh, lazy. I was flabbergasted. They're wearing different coloured boots as well. <laughs> lazy, Ben. <laughs> lazy. Okay. Um, Huddersf- Crap commentary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go on. Huddersfield win it in midfield. Brown with a uh, nice ball out to the assist Bad machine, Smith. 
Uh, he runs, crosses to Kachunga. Dave Dig- Digby loses him. Um, and free header was kind of poor and tipped over by Gherkin. Uh, triple action here. Van Lepara dribbles in again, left from right. Uh, good shot, this. Um, I've got to say, Berra comes to block, turns his head away, arms out in front of him. Um, I know we have trouble with the word deliberate, but that's a penalty, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It's, the, the, the wording of the rules is ridiculous because it has the word deliberate in. No, but no. movement yeah. of the hand towards the ball, yes. Distance between opponent and ball, Yes. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> Got away with one. Got away with one, I think. Uh, Sears has a little dribble at the Huddersfield defence. They win it back on the counter-attack. Works out to Smith again. He plays it into Brown. Little run at Berra, who backs off. Delivers it into the box for Kachunga. Chambers actually gets a little nick on it. Um, and I think that puts both Digby and Kachunga off. He should score, but allows Gherkin to make the save. Um Spence with a brilliant crossfield ball here, Dave. I bet you like this one. Um, I did. To Sears, right to left. Um, Sears has a little run at Smith. Um, He looked like he had the the beating of him if they could just get him in position on the ball. Left-footed. Shoots it over. Lawrence looked a bit pissed in the middle, didn't he? Peeved. Peeved. Yeah. Van Van Lepara, again, down the left. Gets the cross into the back post. Uh, Kachunga heads at Gherkin. Knudsen had tucked in quite well then because we criticised Knudsen for... Just not quite. You need to. You need to start a bit further back at wing back and be coming onto the game. And I think yeah. it gets a bit exciting, gets a bit far forward. But he was nicely <laughs> back covering. Um, Dave, we're going to go to the first goal here. Um, Spence with the throw in. He gets it back from Brew, but then gives it away. Huddersfield regroup, and the ball goes into Brown, just inside the Ipswich half, with Dazelle kind of tight on him. Um, you, you take over from here, Dave, with Brown on the ball. He's probably, he's probably too tight. Um, Brown is the useful player, is he, Brown? Um, certainly on, on Suffolk, Brenner and Alex Matthew were sort of drooling over him, really. But, um, yeah, he turned, Dizelle perhaps, a um, bit of an experience, got a bit too tight to him, touch tight, really, and he just spun him, didn't he? He spun him in a way. What disappointed me more, it was like a Lawrence-type run, wasn't it? What disappointed me more, though, no, none of the back three come out to engage him. You know, they backed off, backed off, backed off. And by the time Chambers did sort of half come out to, to sort of engage him or try and get a challenge in, 25 yards out, and it was a classic goal, wasn't it? He used, well, I think, was it Berra? used Berra as the, as the shield and great finish, just clipped it, cold it in the corner, didn't he? No, no, Gurkin, no chance there. But someone from the back, once he turned to Zell, he was away, fine. But someone from the back should have come out and, and confronted him earlier. Yeah, good stuff, Dave. I think, um, I know hindsight's lovely. Dazelle should foul Brown, shouldn't he? Yeah, inexperienced, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, you've, um, got, you've got to take, take one for the team there. And probably no surprise when he, he got uh, taken off at half-time for that. I've got a Lawrence-esque goal I've got here. Sure. Um, can I give Digby a pass? Because um, there's a guy on Digby's, no, on yeah, Digby's no, shoulder that he's looking at. Um, I feel a bit sorry for Chambers because Wells runs between... Digby yeah, good, and good um, yeah. Digby and himself. But you're right. Yeah. He kind of half comes and then by the time he's come properly. Um, the only, I, I think they're too close together, the three of them, and they don't yeah. know, you know, oh, uh, are they all passing the buck? All I will yeah. say is, again, Berra was pretty spare for the whole thing and he was the screen for the, for the, yeah. for the shot. So in an ideal world, Chambers comes out, makes the tackle and you've, You've got cover the other side. Is yeah. 
is it bad play? Is it not knowing the system? I don't uh, know. It's a good, it's a great finish. Again, you know, people said about Lawrence's goals in recent. I mean, perhaps the one or when you ran the furthest, probably Sheffield Wednesday or something like that. Lawrence goal. Sometimes you just got to commit to the player, haven't you? you yeah, know, you're, you're, thought, you're right. I thought you're it was. Right. A, I thought it was a bit of poor defender. I think they could have come out and, and got to him a bit earlier. You know. Um, but sometimes, yeah, it's a great bit of skill. It's a great goal. Yeah, he's still got, I mean, you know, he's running at pace there, Brown, and he's still got a lot to do for, what, 25 yards or well, a bit close to 20 yards or something. It's a great finish. Great finish. Okay, good stuff. Yeah. Um, it's half time, Dave. You want some Scugglers? You want some Scugglers? But you telling me you want some Scugglers? <laughs> you want some fucking Scugglers? <laughs> no, 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 there you go. There's your, there's your Sunday resolution gone in one right there. Oh, no. You uh, you I, said you wanted some scuggles. I heard you. <laughs> I was thinking you read my mind. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Ben. Well, God, I, well, you just know. What what does that what does that achieve, you know? Well, I'll tell you what I've got, I've got written down here. Okay, one nil. And I think <laughs> our summary, and listen, and ran, our summary, the first half, really flatters us because pretty much we were awful all day. So what you, from what you sort of really understand about the game, and so, is he bringing him on for damage limitation? One nil. What? What does that achieve? What does that achieve? He's got Ward on the bench, hasn't he? Ward's on the bench. I just don't. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I didn't I think trust, you would. That's you why I wound you up. About oh man! Did you, you, I tell you what? Just, just get him back just quickly. Did you hear Young? Well, I say Young Sam. Sorry, Sam. I said Young. Oh, he was young great, wasn't he? Oh, mate, yeah. fantastic! I said I, I texted Graham afterwards. I said. Um, do you think Sam got that got everything off his chest? And he said he almost opened his whole chest cavity. So yeah, naked football show. Um, still on, still yeah, on the Sam podcast. Was, um, Sam was great. Check out Absolutely Sam great. on there. That was that was a good show. Yeah. Wasn't it? And yeah, let's brilliant. let's go to the goal, Dave. So, Sorry, Ben. Go on. No, no, no. You go. Um, free kick. <laughs> free kick to Huddersfield. You know, Bruce kind of trying to hold. Brown's hand a little bit. Um, but really harsh yellow, I thought. Um, uh, the free yeah. kick goes in. Phase one gets cleared by Berra. Phase two gets mm. cleared by Spence. Goes out to Van Lepara, who plays it to Billing. Dave. Mm. It's a good shot, and it's a, a cross shot, but Gergen's got to Crap. do it. Guys, you can push it away. You know, he, he blocks it. And, I couldn't believe Brenner was saying on Radio Suffolk, you know, I thought that sounds like a good save, sounds like a bit unlucky, but he's got to push it away. And I think, you know those shots, they look easier to push away than just get your body behind it. You push the foot. What I've got to say, for a centre-half, what a great controlled finish that was because he didn't try to he didn't try to put his foot through it. That was control. Left foot as well. I think he's naturally right foot at old Schindler. That's only his second goal. And his other one was the winner against us. A great finish in the roof of the net. But Add yeah, that one to the list. Gherkin's got too better there. Did you get yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I was there, mate. Another one, yeah, added yeah. Um, yeah, he's got to do better there. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, and Crap. I, I, I think, yeah, I don't think there's anything more to say. You can kind of forgive the setup because they were came come from a defending. That's a good, that's a good hit. That's a good, good shot from Billings from an angle, plenty of power. But might have been nice to that. see Digby come out and engage. Billing, but, for, but Digby's what, a centre half. You know, he he retreated. So what a great thing! Yeah, more lovely finish. Lovely go. Lovely finish. <laughs> Controlled. <laughs> oh, lovely go. Uh, Digby to Skews. Skews gives it straight back to him where he was standing. Uh, Digby, Spence, and Lawrence managed to break the press. No help from Skews there. Uh, Spence drives forward. Brilliant run, Dave. I loved it. Oh, um, great effort. He did, he did a little trick as well, didn't he? After he gets into the he, box, but Dave. 
Dougie's made a long busting run into the box. What a man. What a hero. It's like Baywatch. He's running in slow motion, carrying the red float thing. He's going to score a diving <laughs> header at the back post. No. 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 See you later. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, and then Kiefer Roberto Francisco Moore yes. makes his debut coming off a suspension. Yep. So I'm guessing this is a 4-4-2 then. Chambers, right back. Digby, I think, Berra, I think, I think we've, abandoned, we've abandoned that. Two and a half game experiment. And, no, uh, no, no, <laughs> no, we haven't. We're going to play Preston with three five two. I promise. You. I'm sure we will. Across uh, to the back post from the left, um, Kachunga kind of bulldozes Knudsen and doesn't get a foul given against him. Heads wide. Um, I thought it was a foul, but being as it wasn't, that was a pretty good chance. I think Kachunga didn't have his best day. Let's just no, say. he didn't. Um, no. Dougie with an amazing foul on Brown. He was like five minutes <laughs> late for that one, wasn't he? Um, advantage played. <laughs> Kachunga to Lapara, or as the commentator would say, Kachunga to Kachunga to Kachunga. Uh, <laughs> uh, the defensive might of Chambers and Skews together can't stop him getting into a shoot. Why are we getting? I'm getting all sarky now, aren't I? You are. I'm yeah, just such a cock, are. aren't I? Um, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gets into a shooting <laughs> position, but he smacks it wise. Pittman gets on for Brew. Uh, Digby with a lovely shank out in the corner. Did you enjoy that one, yeah, Dave? Yeah, diggers. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Shit up! <laughs> um, we crack. We are rubbish. <laughs> we are fa- Ben. Let's stop it here now. We are really shit. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's uh, the. Uh, someone tweeted the other day. You gotta have it. Let it out, guys. Just let it out. We're rubbish. Someone tweeted the other day. Looking forward to the Blue Monday podcast because they'll do really good analysis of this. Your analysis is, is yeah, we're really crap. <laughs> we could have started, we could have started and finished it right there. Oh, oh, God, oh no. I need to compose oh. myself. I'm like Come bloody on. Freddie Sears in front of goal here. I need to compose you. myself. Uh, oh, Freddie! God. Corner, corner goes in. Uh, it's cleared. Knock back from the other side and. Hefele is there. It's a free header from six yards. He misreads it and jumps underneath. Hefele? Uh, is, is that his name? Is that, have I pronounced it wrong? H-E-F-E-L-E. Um, are you aware that your yeah. favourite Huddersfield player, Aaron Moy, didn't even play in this game? No, though? no, I was going to get onto that. I was going to get onto that. I, uh, I saw it at the start, but one crumb of comfort. Aaron Moy's not playing. Jesus I'll well. give you a crumb of comfort because uh, there's a long throw in down the line from Chambers. Headed away, but Moore diverts it to Lawrence. He's lifted it in. It flicks off a defender and Dougie's, Dougie's arriving. Oh, he miscontrolled it. Oh, Dougie. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, at Total Footy, a source tells us Mick McCarthy <laughs> left the John Smith Stadium today, separate from the Ipswich bus, following oh, okay. prolonged talks with ITFC owner. Honestly, Ben, I read that. It was, like, it was like conspiracy theory, wasn't it? It was like fucking Kennedy. Um, conspiracy theory, yeah, it was uh, Mick McCarthy on the grassy knoll outside Huddersfield. Apparently, um, he's gone. He went to um, Barnsley. He's got family up there, I assume, has he? But I there's some know. under twenty three game or something or other. Was that it? He was going to. I Apparently, he wasn't there. It was at Liverpool. I saw that on. Um, I read that on the forum earlier. Apparently, he wasn't. He wasn't there. But maybe he's he was turned there into like just... TMZ or something, hasn't it? Maybe, maybe he was there in a disguise or something. I don't know. Bit uh, of folks' moustache <laughs> and a folks' nose or something. Mark... Oh, mate, I. I don't know. Let's do tweets first, Dave. Um, Mark Whitehead <laughs> says, Dave, just two more away games for me oh, in the north. Oh, he's my mate, Mark. 
Barnsley and Rotherham, so far six games and we've not scored in five of them. We have looked so dire in the last two. Of course, Lincoln, my lowest point as a town fan. And we were so second best yesterday, it was not true. The rest of Jan and Feb look awful. Bottom three by the time we finish at Norwich. I would not bet against it, would you? Uh, well, he um, he lives. Mark lives in. Uh, I think he, he, he emigrated up to Sheffield. Good place to play Sunday morning football with Mark. Great little player. Christ, he knew where the goal was. But um, what? Well, Norwich end of Feb. Well, that's the. Well, we'll get to this in a minute. That's the last game of this run of seven, which is February the twenty sixth, whenever the Norwich game. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But, okay, let me yeah, do the rest but, of the tweets yeah. then, Davy boy. Um, Davey Boy, love it. Davey Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, as a wrestling reference for another dog whistle for the three wrestling fans that listen to this. Uh, three? We mean it's, <laughs> it's two more than Daniel? No, is it? There? must be. They're everywhere. Yeah. Um, sure. Beacon Bauer, not exactly a response, was it? Yet another drab display, no desire, no invention and no guile. Players arguing with one another. Dark days. Yeah, um, I, Justin, I heard that. Hi, Justin. Um, he's a friend of the show. We so, met him. So um, a man from Bristol. From Good Bristol, man, yeah. yeah. Uh, the yeah. Lee Johnson correspondent. Uh, what more yeah. is there to say? A defeat to, away to a very good Huddersfield side was mm. fully expected. Um, Matt Thomas, um, question. Do you think Mick can get fans back on side? And if yes, how? Um, can you do that quickly or is that going to be a long answer, Dave? That's going to be a... A long, a longer than the pod we've done already, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> How's he going to do Come on that? to that in your know. summing up. Um, Tim, yeah. hi, Tim. Uh, chaps, I was generally surprised by the lack of vitriol on Twitter yesterday. Has apathy set in across the fan base? We said this a couple of months ago. When, ben, is, you, when you are didn't people... say apathy. Indifference, you Yeah, said. yeah. When are people going to get indifferent? Is mm-hmm. it happening? I, I think it's creeping in. Goodness it's me. It's creeping in. Uh, yeah. Dan- Daniel McKenzie, Macca, he's my friend. Uh, Ref should have called it a 1-0 and everyone could have got an early, um, an early De- start. Declared, declared. So depressing. Still cricket. some easy games coming. Sorry, um, weekly, weekly cricket reference oh, there for, uh, slower, for Slower. Hi, Slower. Slower was there yesterday, actually. Hi, Slower is always there. I think he was at Lincoln as well, was he? Oh, um, and our mate um, ITFC clan was there as well. Ian was there yesterday. Oh, these guys, a, they're bloody amazing the support. Aren't they? Incredible support, yeah. I was doing my tax return, Dave. Oh, Bud, you'll be over the bloody moon, mate. Yeah, I dropped, yeah I dropped it through his door. 103, yeah. 103 pages of bank statements. <laughs> no joke, 103. Yeah, yeah tomorrow, Bud's be going, bloody bed, tax, cash in hand. Full time 2 0. Dave, I'm going to give you a really easy summing up here. Um, Huddersfield players are fitter than Ipswich players they're all comfortable with the ball and subsequently they can play with more pace and Ipswich can't keep with them on two counts true how can they be fitter why should why and how can they be fitter than well they are they clearly are well well, on what score on the the basis that they can move faster for longer well I don't know I don't know Um, you think that's tactical do you you don't think yes, I do. I don't want to know. Interesting. I, no, 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 no. I think no, it's, it's not, not fitter I have a problem with. Them being better, just all-round better team, better players, more quality, I haven't got a problem with because I totally believe it is. I think when someone said that this current squad is the most talented, that I, I, I'm, losing the, uh, I'm losing that argument. I just don't see it. I really don't see it. Okay. Um, Dave, who is Tumani... Diagoraga. Did he do um, Robert De Niro's waiting 
talking Italian. It's Banana Rama, mate. There it so is. His name's, his name's not Banana. His name's not Tsunami Banana Rama. But from ever, from now on, he will be known as Banana Rama. Won't Pink, he? Pink Power Ranger, Keith, Keith, Roberto, Francesco. <laughs> They're my four <laughs> jokes now for the rest of the season. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, on loan from Leeds till the um, end of the season, twenty-nine-year-old French centre mid. Now he played for Brentford, and I can't remember this. I think shock. I may have missed this home game actually. In our playoff season, 14-15, sorry, our last, most recent playoff season, um, that was a season we, you know, we beat Brentford 4-2, didn't we? You know, Murphy scored two, you know, with 3-0 up, Boxing Day, I think it was. And they drew 2-2 here, sort of getting towards the end of the season. I have a good authority from my young lad, Kieran, that he absolutely bossed the game that day. I don't remember it. He said, Dad, he's a unit. He plays centre midfield. Um he is essentially a bit of a, <laughs> you're not going to want to hear this, so perhaps a defensive minor centre midfield, but he said that day he got the ball down, demanded it from the back and passed it. And he said he was different class that one game. And I did a bit of digging on that. And yeah, he was sort of pretty much after, I think he broke in the team like November that season. And he was like, ended up a season supporters player of the year, you know, fans player of the year away, fans player of the year and stuff. So he's obviously got something about him. Um, six seasons, 200, I think 210 games um for um uh for Brentford and um well compared to Skews a prolific six goals in two hundred and ten games. But Dave, um, you're gonna tell me he's here to play with Skews, not instead of Skews, yeah? Well I again I had this with my lads today and they said, Well that's it, Skews on play. I said, Cool Skews will play, but Dougie won't play. That this might well mean if he signed, whether he has, I mean, it's fairly looked like he was signing yesterday. If he has, I think, unfortunately, this could mean, not unfortunately, bless him, this could mean the end of Dougie, I would say. But hey, I wouldn't put it past, past me to play all three. But does but, this um, at least put some I mean, pressure on Skews, well, at least for once? There's I don't know, I, I, someone I, I totally agree. When, especially, him, yeah? When, yeah, especially when someone like Bishop's fit, um, I absolutely, totally agree. Um I mean, he's obviously well thought of. He handed in a transfer request last January and apparently he was close to following um, manager, left, Warburton, to Rangers. Oh, really? Um, yeah, oh, God, yeah. But in the end, so, so he's no money. He went for a fee, undisclosed, but he went for a fee to Leeds, signed a two-and-a-half-year deal with Leeds. Um, and I think pretty much was ever-present after he went in the window this time last year, but played in the first game, their first game this season, 3-0 defeat QPR. And that was it. He was he was ditched after that. hasn't hasn't figured since. Not even in the squad or anything. You know. So Training. in my in my position as a skews skeptic, this is mm-hmm. quite good, isn't it? If there's someone yeah. else who can play the same position, Potent- potentially is. One one word of caution. He was he was <laughs> he was about to go on a loan move to Rotherham, <laughs> but that broke. But that, that broke down. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've said. Could be the end of Dougie, um, and probably shows that yeah, that you know, Dizel isn't quite ready enough. Which, which, you know, when Mick talks about physicality in that in that division and, and such, like yeah, I'll, I'll tend to agree with Dizel. He's going to be a lovely player. We know that. We said that lovely before. player. Yeah, but yeah. So I think um, no, certainly should um, should be some sort of boost for um, right. well, yeah, Dave. You're not allowed to answer, you're not allowed to answer no to this question. Would you like to talk about Stephen Taylor? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's an odd one, isn't it? That's an odd one. I mean, injury prone. He's had like fourteen seasons at Newcastle. He only averaged about well. How, how well, old I mean, is he, Dave? I mean, he's, he's not that old. He's like thirty. And what went on at um, 
I mean, maybe Daryl or Dennis or someone from the US. No, Daryl, Dennis might know. Yeah, they're, what they're went uh, on a, was MLS it Port, Portland Timbers. Portland Timbers, yeah. He had his contract cancelled by mutual consent. I, I, but I didn't he score really... like two own goals on his debut or something, something ridiculous as well? I don't know. Did he? It went really badly, yeah. <laughs> they used to do a bit on the football ramble every week and some ridiculous misfortune had happened to him every single week. Oh, Christ. Okay. Well, I, I must admit, I didn't know that. Um, I mean, I think that um, I, I did see a tweet earlier to, from, I think, Newcastle fans saying that um, he'll make Berra look positively athletic. <laughs> But that, yeah. might, that might be a bit harsh because I think he was a, he was a local Newcastle lad, and I think you know he was a bit of a bit of a sort of folk hero there on the terraces. I thought, but he struggled a lot over the years with injuries. And yeah, I'm not sure. It's sort of I say a journeyman. He's not a journeyman because he's yeah, he spent most of his time in Newcastle. But I'm not sure, Ben. That is the uh, that is the answer. But we probably do need some cover. So if that's what we're going to get, that's what we're going to get. Okay, Dave. Let me try and sell this to you because I was thinking about this the other day. How depressing is this? Who in the Ipswich team, apart from Douglas, has actually done anything in their career? How do you mean apart from Douglas? Well, what Doug- do you mean? Douglas played quite a lot of games in the Premier League. Oh, what, for Blackburn and stuff? Yeah. Who, who, oh. who, who has done anything at that what, level? Played it? Christ. None of them have, have they? Nobody. <laughs> the highest level any of them have probably played at is when we finished sixth. In fourteen, fifteen, mate. I think I think you're probably right. I mean, obviously Sears did, but only a handful of games for West Ham. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, when he was a kid. It's a handful of games. He wasn't a Premier yeah, League um, midfielder for you know. No, Douglas no, no, was no, for... no, no, he was. Um, certainly, Lawrence hasn't. Johnny Williams, well, he's just been injured. Um, um, I would say Pittman has consistently scored loads of goals, but it's been at a lower level, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Goldrick, I suppose, again, fairly consistent. Nothing at he's... Premier League level. No. No, no. So, in in no. terms of you bring in Stephen Taylor and he becomes your highest been, ranking player immediately. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, by, certainly by experience. Which is <laughs> I thought you going to say certainly by default then. Yeah, w- yeah. Which is perhaps a um, a concern. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, a concern to me, Dave, is that we're fifty eight minutes in and we haven't got to the roundup yet. So, okay, can I just do a quick little plug? Do you yeah, mind? yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, the official launch, I, I spoke about this, my tour of Suffolk, this, this Suffolk Excitement Challenge that I'm doing for um, friends of ITFC charity and Prostate Cancer UK. And it's uh, your favourite sport. Second, sorry, second favourite sport, after, third favourite sport after golf, cricket, golf and cricket, <laughs> cycling. Um, this is nice, man. I had its official launch this week. Um, Did you go? Um, no, I, I didn't. I, I, that was a word. But, um, um, great, great, great turnout. Um from the town, old ex-town players, Terry Butcher, Russell Osman, Titus Bramble, Mick Stockwell, Neil Thompson, Scoey's going to be there, Alan wow. Lee, Brian Clue. But the most amazing, Sean White, I don't know if you've read or read this, uh, about Sean, who um, he was one of these guys who was a sort of semi-pro footballer in Newmarket, and he um, he was involved, him and his mate walking home one night were hit, uh, I think of a hit and run outside Newmarket. Um, and he lost both his legs. Really, oh really. Bad. Oh, man, really badly injured. Um, had both his legs amputated. And he's taking part. What, what an inspiration. He's taking part on the ride. So, yeah, really looking forward to, Sorry. Looking forward to seeing and meeting him. How is he How's he going to... I'm not... I'm not well, this is not a gag. What Has he got, like, Oscar Pistorius? Yeah, 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 he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so fantastic. Well, no, I mean, he's just... Yeah, I'll say artificial legs. Yeah, 
absolutely fantastic. And um, plug your plug your um, page where yeah, people will, can donate. Yeah, I've got to say, so far some great donations. Thanks to Daryl, Jake, Ben, Ben, and um, our graphics genius guru uh, Guy for their kind donation so far. And I think Guy was going to hopefully find out whether I think he's a keen cyclist and he was trying to get on the ride himself. So I hope hope he hope he got a place. I think he did. And you can reach my donation page on UK virginmoneygiving.com and when you reach that page just type in David Diamond say it again uk.virginmoneygiving.com uh, and then just type in David Diamond beautiful stuff good stuff Dave thanks right, Ben let's go to the round up it's 4-0 yeah. to Newcastle against Rotherham and what what a goal from Daryl Murphy what a goal what a, what a ball from Shelby what a touch from Yedlin what a touch of finish from Murphy I thought it was quite similar right. to Schindler's finish, actually. Left foot into that into that corner, <laughs> it, wasn't it? It was, but yeah, he's he's not a bad replacement. All right, your top scorer is out, Gale, and yeah, he'll. Any chance, Dave, it, of um, Gale and Murphy up front together? That's a good point. Yeah, you'd think that'd be quite a good fit, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah Brighton maybe. two, Sheffield Wednesday one. This is a comedy <laughs> one, this isn't it? So knock <laughs> up, with two, an own yeah. goal. Red cards ahoy, a, a missed penalty, and a, and Brighton I mean, coming out on top. I, I felt from Murray. Did you see Murray sending off? It was hammered at him from close range. Admittedly, I think it was more like self-preservation, and he put both his hands up from pretty much close range, point blank. Penalty for that was a bit harsh, but what a great double save. Forrest Jerry missed the penalty. And then a ridiculous ball at the end from, I think, the left-back Poganoni for um, knockouts finish. But then, um, yeah, then and Fletcher, Fletcher handbags for Stevens, but put his head in, so he was sent off. And then a the usual, I think it was um, Sam Hutchins and his 35th red card of his career. Well, I don't think quite 35th, <laughs> but reckless challenge, 90 plus six, and he, he got sent as well. I mean, I mean, Brighton down to 10, going 2-1 up. Yeah, fantastic. They just dug it out. And they have, they've still got a game in hand on Newcastle, a point behind. So, yeah, they're, they're just not. Yeah, that was a, that was a game. Yeah, that could be a real turning point for them, that game. They could easily have lost that. So, Dave, uh, Barnsley v Leeds, bear in mind, when we talk about these two teams, we always talk about Wood and Hurrahan. <laughs> Away you go, Dave. <laughs> well, yeah, Leeds first defeat in seven, only second defeat in ten. Wood, 19 goals now, tapping for, tap for his first. Then Barnsley went a bit mental. Bradshaw had a great finish by Kent, the left foot finish across um, across the keeper. Trademark Hurahan free kick. I think it's like six goals, eleven assists. Uh, yeah, 12, six 12 goals. In, yeah, twelve in all competitions. If you got an assist <laughs> in the FA Cup as well, but yeah, eleven in the league. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, and Wood three two penalty on thirty two. Did you see the football show? Did you see Hurahan's brief interview afterwards? No. What did you say? <clears throat> yes, it'd be. He's, they asked him about Villa. Yes, he's very flattered. Uh, but Lansbury's big, gone to Villa. Villa are a big club. Good point. Good point. So. Yeah, because we'll, it was all we'll Lans- Lansbury, Kearney, and Hurahan, the kind of three midfielders. Well, they got, and they got Lansbury. Still, wouldn't, from what how he was speaking, still wouldn't surprise me to see Hurahan end up there. Good. I think he could do. I think he could do better actually. Um, Derby three, Reading two, ding dong. Um, they keep trying out this Derby stat that they haven't conceded a goal forever at home. That wasn't Luke Varney's goal, was it? Well, I I thought that I meant to do some digging on that, but yeah, it's certainly since September. I mean. Can't be surely. Can they? Must have played. They might have played another one or two. That's quite early September, so they might have played another one or two games. I have to check. But yeah, it was eight games, so that's quite a uh, 
that's quite a uh, quite an achievement. Ben got another goal, didn't know a lot about it, deflected in a cross shot, but and then um, yeah, Tom Ince ninth goal in thirteen games. He's going for a good spell, isn't he? Uh, QPR one, Fulham one. Martin, the headline <clears throat> magnet. All I'm really interested in is I want to see in the UFC cage Yukanovic against Holloway. <laughs> I'd pay money yeah, yeah. to watch that. He would get his ass kicked, wouldn't he? You'd think so. It, it, all, it all kicked off with um, was it Bertram, the uh, the uh, assistant coach? Yeah, they all got they, they all got a bit nasty. <laughs> Stormed off down the tunnel. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, QPR looked on for winning that, but uh, yeah, good neat little finish by Martin. Um, where are we going next, Dave? Norwich, Norwich three, Wolves one. It's the Paul Lambert derby. Right. So how on earth did, did, are they both wearing yellow kits? I don't know how they got away with that. Yeah. How did that work? I'm not sure. And yeah. then can we just talk outfield player in goal? Yeah, well, they lose all their subs. 66 minutes. They used all their subs. Um, Akimi, it looked a soft one. Um, Houlihan went down. It was 1-1 at the time. Houlihan went down under a... Yeah, a little challenge from Akimi. <laughs> Ref gives a penalty. Hurahan springs up to his feet. Akimi pushes him over. Yeah, he's got to go. And uh, yeah, Doherty went in goal, and then they they tied it up. Housen scored ninety plus five. Big, pretty, pretty important win there for Norwich because Christ, they've had a loss there. But Norwich have really been out. But yeah, you look at the league now. Forty points. I think well, they ninth or tenth. Five points off. They're still. They could still easily get in the playoffs and yeah, put a run together. Villa, Hopefully not. Villa 2, Preston 2. Jordan Hugel managing to outprice himself from Ipswich by scoring two goals in a game in January. Yeah, yeah. So a good comment from Bruce on Hugel, um, which would suit us brilliantly. Not easy on the eye, but effective. Not easy hey. on the eye, but effective. Um, I've just looked it up. Derby conceded against Blackburn at home after they conceded yeah, against Luke so. Bay. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. it wasn't. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, Blackburn won Birmingham won lovely goal by um, Graham lovely in this goal. one <laughs> yeah he's 11th of the season he's, he's prolific just, can I be honest with you Dave I just want to race through and get to the Nottingham Forest goal but it's right at the bottom um, yeah I know I know. <laughs> Wigan 2 Brentford 1 and um, Hogan again weird one wasn't it again pulled out of the squad Friday night there was an interview with Smith after the game Dean Smith did Wigan um, win last week as well Dave they've won 3 on the spin Wow. Sorry, 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 two. Sorry, two. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Wigan, um, sorry, Wigan fans. Um, yeah, Dean Smith afterwards saying that Hogan was fit and ready to play, but had a call Friday night and whether he's chairman or he was advised not, not to play him. So he, he's off to West Ham, I think, this week. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, Wigan out at the bottom three, but it's real tight there, Dave. Uh, mm-hmm. 25, 25, 25, 27 is... Uh, mm-hmm. And Rotherham are obviously way back. Uh, way... Cardiff... Cardiff won Burton nil, so that Sorry, puts some. It was Cardiff's Cardiff's third win on the spin, the yes. worn off effect. Yeah, <laughs> the the worn off effect. Um, oh. and we finally got there. Do you remember Matt Letitia's free kick against oh, Wimbledon? You stole my fire, mate. I put Do quality free it? kick. I've listened to this. I made a note. Quality free kick from Ben Osborne. Open brackets. Letitia style. Close brackets. Do you remember yeah. that that season where the entire goal of the season was Matt Letitia? Was that when he scored the ridiculous one against Blackburn? <laughs> yeah, that was the winner. And do you know what? If you hear him interviewed about that, he says it's all down to Ronnie Eckerland, who they had on loan from Barcelona. He said oh, he's yeah. like the best player he ever ever played with. Yes, yeah, he did. He, like, he, ridiculously easy. He picked him in his all-time sort of yeah best player he ever played with. Incredible, yeah, barely made it. Well, to us, never sort of made an impact. What a thing! I mean, Bristol City, Lee Johnson. I mean, talk about McCarthy and Neil, but good God, my dark horses. 
So that's, that's now eight defeats on the trot. And he's, um, he's one de- game from relegation now, isn't he? No, yeah, nine defeats in ten. And we keep harping on about that. His last points of any note was three, was the 2 0 win against Town, I think, 2nd of December or 3rd of December. Um, he is walking. He is, um, yeah, dead man walking, isn't he? Surely. He is. Um, <coughs> I haven't done my extrapolation. I've forgotten. Oh, good. That's no good, is it? Well, if she's haven't got any more points. <laughs> Let me <laughs> so, look at the table. Just, uh, lazy, whatever it was last week. <laughs> whatever it was last week. 27. A bit yeah. worse. So all the goals and the assists are the same. I assume right. Berra... Oh, no, Bart's not ever present anymore. Does that mean that Berra is the only... Ever, is Chambers ever present? I really should have researched this, shouldn't I? No, Chambers has missed. Chambers has missed, hasn't it? So is Berra the yeah. only ever present now? I think he might be. Yeah. I think he might be. Anyway, yeah. Ipswich, they will have dropped below oh. 60 points projection as well if they didn't win. Deep sigh, deep sigh. Deep sigh, 30, uh, 14th position, 34 points. Uh, right slap bang in the middle there. Um, let's do the CV game, Dave. Bit of fun, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Come on. Bit of fun. CV game. Yeah. You know yeah. the rules. Um, the bloody, this is ridiculous now. The like official Arsenal uh, Twitter oh, account. For God's sake. Yeah, I know. They did one. It was like Steve Bold. And, you know, you're oh, kind of like... Oh, Steve Bolt, so that was, what, Stoke and Stoke, Arsenal? Stoke, Arsenal, Sunderland. Oh, yeah, oh, God, yeah, I forgot that. Oh, was it? Yeah. Is he something to do with Torquay? No. Yeah, Steve Bold? No, I don't, I don't remember. I think so. I just got Torquay no. on the brain. So you, what I'm going to do, I'm going to list the clubs of a professional football player. You've got to name the player in as few as possible. Dave, there's only five. Good. Okay, <laughs> good. What does that mean? Because it's over with quicker. Yeah. Are you ready no. for this, Dave? Yeah, yeah, go. Right, Barnsley. Manchester City. Got it. I got it in one, this one. Celtic. Lyon, as in French champions, six years running. Hockey, hockey, ha. Millwall. What noise are you going to do for Millwall? Just a punching sound. Uh, <laughs> do it again. Uh, <laughs> Brutal. Right, five clubs. Barnsley, Manchester City, Celtic, Leon, Millwall. He committed the most fouls in the 1990 yeah, World you, Cup. You, you know it. Who is it, Dave? Hey, you want me to speak with um, And we need to thank um, Tim, who suggested that to me on Twitter, and I actually said yes for once. Yeah. Um, so Mick McCarthy, did you get it in one? Dave seems to think he got it in one. I did get that in so one, So yeah. Mick McCarthy, we're going to make a team of players Dave got in one. Mick McCarthy and Jamie Vardy so far, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah cheers, Ben. Thanks. You make me feel really terrible. Yeah, exactly. I think it is Jamie Vardy. Bit Stockbridge, of a pace Stockbridge Steel. There, yeah? yeah, Stockbridge Steel or whatever he was. And um, and yeah, I did get I did get Mick in one today, yeah. Good work. Um, give us a tweet at Blue Monday ITFC if you got it in one. It's a very topical Juan. Um, Renegade Statman. Um, follow him on Twitter. Oh, yeah. At ChompX3. Renegade Statman. He's the uh, premier. Premier? I was going to say premium, and then I went to premier. Pre- he's, he's the best Ipswich Town. Um, stat guru. Stat guru. He loves it. He is hashtag Mick out, though, so just, you know. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. And Statman every week sends us a stat of the week. Um, but obviously, before you listen to this stat, as you're listening, unless you're driving, don't do that. Oh, I got a speeding ticket the other day, Dave. Oh, you said. Did and, it come through? 
Um, it hasn't come through yet. And do you know what happened, Ooh. which I'm a bit pissed about as well? Came down the M11 last night. You know it goes down to 50 just before you get to North Circuit. You get, you get another one. No, I'm totally not speeding. But someone comes past me in the outside lane speeding and uh, and it flashes so- while I'm on the... Um, well, I'm on the white marks. So you always Ooh. have that paranoia. Ooh. Hopefully their technology is good enough to say, well, it can't be him if he's at... But surely you could be at the exact point and someone could, you know... I'm sure, I'm sure technology takes care of that. Yeah, so hopefully I'll, get, I'll, give, I'll give you a speeding ticket update next week. I'm either going to have naught points Thanks, or mate. six. I want to do yeah. the speed awareness course, though. I don't want the points. No, you don't get six. Three, mate. No, if I get, what if I get two, though? They're not going to believe oh, me if oh, I you argue. Oh, you think... Oh, no, I don't, I don't think you've got to worry about that one. But, oh, yeah. well, yeah, famous last words by me. I think you'd be confident you won't get one for that. Yeah, the, the one was on... The, the other one was on Tuesday night after the Ipswich game. So, I, do you reckon Mick will pay for my speeding ticket? Cause he, yeah, I, re- I reckon he will. Because like, I was emotionally who, damaged. Who, who was it when I got that one night at Reading? Was it, was it Roy Keane? I thought about sending it in to Roy, but no, he, didn't, he, wouldn't, have oh, enc- God, he yeah. wouldn't have entertained that. Um just quickly about the, um, I think you, a couple of things just quickly made me laugh. You said that, um, did you say Spurs have got a cheese room? And then oh, Dave, that... we're coming on to that. We've, we've, hijacked oh, sorry. Stat, we've hijacked Statman's entire segment, or rather oh, I oh, have. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Oh, go on, yeah. Renegade sorry, Statman, Statman, follow me on Twitter, Twitter at ChompX3. Um, with two minutes to spare, I've managed to get this email over to you this week, Benjamin. Evening, David, and all of Podland. Listen, Marcus. <laughs> listen, Mick. We're all fed up of the current melee and it's making my job of providing stats for the excellent Blue Monday podcast in that they all show Mick in a bad light. Who'd have thunk it? This week, something different. Yesterday saw the new faces of Spence and Moore appear for town. It was the 77th occasion that two or more players made their debut for Ipswich in the same game. 77. It was also the 13th time that Mick has handed a debut to two or more players in one game which equals a club record held by former manager Scott Duncan. So, do you know how many players made their professional debut in one game for Ipswich? Well, it's 11, which was our first professional game. Bit of a sneaky question. The next highest number of debutants handed in a game, this is brilliant, um, hashtag Jewel Out, a.k.a. the worst manager in Ipswich's history, handed seven debuts away to... Away to Bristol City at the start of 2010. Oh, man, yeah, because you had shot, bro. Well, Dave, stop. let me stop you right oh, there. Oh, go on. So, go on. And the question is, obviously, so listeners, Dave, can you name the not-so-magnificent seven? Um, you uh, already got a couple, uh, didn't you? Shot, bro, I'd say. Yep, shot was one. Inga Marson. Yep, two. Inga Marson. Um, Sonko? No. No. Uh, Boga? Yes, three. Uh, Jet? Yes, four. Uh, I'm struggling there. Paul Jules' favourite striker. Managed him at more than one club. Shares name with a jazz musician. <laughs> oh, God, I've gone blank now. Nathan, Nathan Ellington. Um, oh, Duke. Oh, Duke. Christ, I've clean forgot about him. Yeah, go on. Uh, England left back. Oh, England left back? Come on. Uh, it's not Mick no. Mills. Name another England left back to have played for Ipswich in the last twenty years. Aaron. No. Who? Aaron Cresswell. Oh, Christ! Yeah, because he's debut Cresswell. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, right. England, yeah. And go on. And he off penalty save hero for Brighton yesterday. Oh, Stockdale. 
Uh, as Statman goes on, to be fair, a couple of decent players there. Anyway, oh, yeah. looking forward to next week. I have one wish. Mick gets the tin tack. Yours statistically, <laughs> renegade Statman. So, look, I'm going to have to go through this quickly because we're running long. Yeah, go on, quickly, quickly, quickly. We had a lot of fun on Twitter. Um, I think it was Tim uh, sent us a tweet saying, Spurs are having a cheese room and a microbrewery at their Jeez. new ground. What yeah. room would you like to see added to Portman Road? Are you ready for these, Dave? Go on. Right, Stubbsy Paul, says... Can I just stop you there? My favourite was obviously Paul Sparrow's suggestion. Go on. Okay. Uh, Stubbsy says, a dungeon room to lock away Douglas Knudsen and best for eternity. Harsh. <laughs> uh, Adam, a banging your head against the brick wall room for those moments you realise Scugglers are in the lineup. Pete Teven, a courtroom to try the crimes against football we're witnessing. <laughs> Jonathan Powell, a dark room to think long and hard about what they've done. Steve Lamb, how about a Madam Two Swords to oh. match the forward line? Oh, I know. Steve is a fellow cyclist. I know Steve. Yeah. Uh, Peter man. B, a padded cell. Daryl, uh, could use another steam room in town, apparently, on in the news that the uh, Crown Pools one had broken. Uh, Tom <laughs> Beckett, if they carry on like this, there will be plenty of room at Portman Road. Uh Andrew Barnard, a cinema, showing us films of the 80s and what a great uh, team that yep. was. Uh, yep. Crazy ITFC. Don't need, a, don't need a room, just a large trough. Laugh out loud. Uh, <laughs> Paul Sparrow, a podcast bunker with leather yeah, seats this is the one. and yeah. an expensive piano. Renegade Statman, we've already got a boardroom. It's the pitch. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Matt Wood, surely it would be a panic room that Mick would reside in from the fourth minute. <laughs> Andy Bryan, <laughs> A room to chill the fuck out, which I think I need to do. Jake Burns. This is terrible, Jake. Some sort of dodgy massage parlour, so at least there's a chance of a happy ending at Portman Road. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I haven't got a clue. Mike King, a padded one where demented fans can go after games. Darren, a waiting room for the new manager. Adam Flat, an enormous room for improvement. Ian Davis, a cheese room, eh? Not to be sniffed at. Mrs. Nuts has to be a mushroom. Fed <laughs> shit kept in the dark. Uh, Mrs. Nuts. Quality, um, yeah. Ian, a dark room. Large one until Mick leaves. Rory, a watching paint dry room. Ben, ITFC, a room full of heated seats so I don't freeze to death. Daryl, a trophy room. We did it. Thank you, Free. listeners. Um, Dave, we've got to preview the Preston game. Oh, shit. We? Okay. Um, yeah, Preston next week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, away. <laughs> Preston are 11th in the league. Um, They are 40 points, so they're uh, six points ahead of Ipswich. I've just chatted to a Preston fan named James on the excellent EFL Roundtable podcast. Did you you, did the Hoogle come up? We did the Hoogle thing, um, and (laughs) do you know what he said? He said he's not the most skillful player, but he's very powerful and, you know, puts a lot lot in. Um, Not so easy on the eye, but effective. There typical Mick McCarthy player. Um, said yeah. he played. Said he played really well, and he's he's possibly their player of the season. So um, yeah, he's yeah. not coming. Is he? Not coming. Um, obviously, podcast favourite Daniel Johnson. Johnson. Um, will be playing somewhere on the left. Aidan McGeady, know, lovely skillful yeah. player, and they're linked yeah. with Robbie Keane. Dave, we might see Robbie Keane oh, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, McGeady and Keane linking up old Irish. Um, Irish connection. Yeah, I like McGeady. When I've seen him, little bits and pieces I've seen him play in recent weeks, McGeady always a great, really well, great crosser of the ball for the second goal. But he always quite like McGeady. Tricky, you know, tricky winger. Yeah, good sign in there. I'm going to give you my team, Dave. Tell me whether you think I'm right or wrong. You ready? Right, go. Bart. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Right. Fingers um, crossed. Uh, Emmanuel back? No. Well, it's Emmanuel or Spence, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's going to have to be Digby... 
Berra, Chambers, back three. Or potentially Stephen Taylor if Berra's gone off to Edinburgh. Um, left back, it'd still be Knudsen and Ken Lock will yeah. be on the bench. Yeah. Midfield yeah. will be Banana Rama, Skews, and Brew, I think. Uh huh. Yeah, don't mind that. Buying that? Yeah, buying that. Lawrence and. Uh, Messi, Neymar up front. <laughs> What about Suarez on the bench? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes, yeah, and Lawrence up front. Or maybe Lewandowski by then. <laughs> Do you see anything other than that? Nah, not really. I, this guy looks... Um, I say, this this, this banana rama looks look, looks decent, I think. He could be a... He could be a so I know people are crying, oh, we need someone creative in there, but you know, anyone... anyone uh, I honestly think in, in, in midfield this season we have, and I think that this is more what summed it up at the Lincoln game, we've just looked lightweight in midfield. And I can see why, yeah, all right, we'd like to see perhaps a more cultured ball-playing midfield player. But I can see why he would go for someone like that. We have looked light in midfield, I think. Take a point. Always. And then it's, but, du- um, Darby, then it's the Nugent, then it's, isn't it? Yeah, shit. Then we've got the Starby and then yeah, do, Reading, do this. I believe. Do this doom mongering of the next seven games. Are they really hard, are they? Yeah, hang on. I've, I've, I did make a note of them somewhere. It's shuffle, shuffle, pick a card, any card, shuffle. Hang on. Yeah, we have next seven games. Preston away. Definite win. Dar- Derby at home. Yeah, it's Nugent. Reading at home. 30% possession. Villa away. Codger. <laughs> no, he might still be in Africa. Um... Or oh, Villa away, no, probably not by then. Brighton away. Yeah. That's Valentine's Day, isn't it? Yeah. Leeds home. Now you've got a chance Nor- again. Leeds will, be, Leeds will play open. Norwich away. Oh, my God. Oh, my good gold. Um, that, they, they could go either way. I mean, let's see. So, Preston away, yeah, take a point. Derby at home, Nugent, nothing. Reading at home, yeah, take a point. Villa away, take Brighton a point. away. Take Brighton a point. away, where are you? Get points out of them. Leeds at home. Yeah, we normally beat Leeds at home, so I'm confident there. Norwich away. I don't know. It's been a long time. I'll tell you what, if we can get seven games, if we can get eight points somehow out of those games, that would take us to what, 42. I reckon we'll be doing pretty well out of those games. It'll be interesting, Dave. Two Um, wins, two wins, two draws. That would be a good return from those games, I think. Well, ITFC Bible on Twitter, they always put a thing up every month of, you know, how many points for the next. It'll be interesting to see their February one because there's <laughs> one, two, three, four, five games and it's Reading, Villa, Brighton, Leeds, Norwich. Yeah. So that'll be yeah. interesting. There might be a few zeros on there, mightn't there? There might well be a few zeros on there. Yeah, like I said, eight point two wins and a couple of draws out of those seven. More zeros yeah, than a spare David Diamond bank account. That's a myth. That's a complete <laughs> myth. Something else I was going to mention just quickly. Oh yeah, there was talk. We 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 did we did muse about doing a, a live pod at the end of the season, didn't we? Yeah, that take me actually organising it and getting it sorted. I tell you what, we'll yeah. do when it gets right. to half term and I don't have to go to West London every day and work in a school. Um, oh, yeah. I'll I'll organise it. So like three weeks time. Um, but yeah, let us know if you're interested. In, yeah, absolutely. I think that's that. what we got to get some um, some listener participation to see if it might not just be me and you talking to ourselves. Yeah, well, that's you know, what it is every yeah. week anyway, isn't it? Well, okay, but in front of nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow David Diamond on Twitter. I think uh, you should do it. 
David Diamond 3. Did you do a little Michael Buffer then? Uh, let's get ready to rumble at David Diamond 3. Um, I'm on Twitter at Benjamin Bloom, but far more importantly than either of us is the at Blue Monday ITFC um, Twitter account where most of our stuff goes through. And I must admit, the last couple of weeks have been absolutely fantastic. Literally every time my phone's gone on, there's been yeah. a load of tweets in there. We love hearing from you. We try and read out as many as we can um on facebook as well um we had uh mark and james contact us on facebook uh it's blue monday itfc on there download the acast app on your phone and stream the podcast through there if you don't use the itunes one or whichever app you use speaking of itunes the show will drop every midnight every midnight every monday drop technical term sunday slash Monday morning <laughs> at, at midnight. Leave us a five-star review and all that stuff. Um, loads of you have been listening. The listening figures have been brilliant. Thank you yeah. so, so much. Remember that this is one bloke in his living room talking to another bloke in his living room through an iPad. We hit record. <laughs> we put it out, and there is no show without the wonderful uh, listeners and followers and subscribers. We are very grateful, and we are not complacent about this. And Thank you very much. Dave, you got anything else to say? Nothing this week, Ben. Nothing at all. I've said all Just of su- it. Summed it up. Summed it up. Absolutely perfectly. I've but s- hey, we're still, we're still upbeat, aren't we? We're not indifferent, are we? We're still upbeat. Well, well, maybe not quite as up as we once were, but hey, you know. Hey, you, you, we, we could be living in America, couldn't we? <laughs> we could. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. And on that... Trump will say (laughs) (laughs) terrible isn't it we'll we'll say goodbye goodbye Dave see you next week laters For the you are probably Tuesday, you won't be back for the Derby game, will you? On Tuesday, probably not, will you? Oh, really? Okay, I might, I might, I might, hang on, I might try and get to. I've been a villa park for ye- literally years. Goodness, that you never been planned Saturday the 11th. All right, well, you know, I'll be precise, should be okay. It's down to you, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pick you up, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, well, am I going to Villa? Last, seriously, last time I went to Villa, I went there twice in three days, cup semi-final, and that 2-1 game the two or three days after, like 35 years ago, 36 years ago. That'd be great. Cool. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye.
It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.